so many things we've learned. We've, you know, I, I realize, you know, hey, there's a lot of information out there. There's people out there that are that have already done this. We don't try to reinvent the wheel. You know, listen to a podcast. Uh, you know, now we're, uh, of course, we got to plug it. You know, we're an action academy, so there's so many people in there that I can call and ask a question about, and uh, they're there to help. Hello, and thank you for joining us today on the Gentle Art of Crushing It show where we focus on learning and sharing with our listeners all there is to know about how to create success in our lives. This show stands on the shoulders of giants. Our mission is to empower and inspire our listeners to create the life of their dreams whilst having a blast in the process. Let's celebrate life together. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you all again for, you know, checking in with another episode of The Gentle Art of Crushing It. Today, I have my friend, Lucas Kelly. And uh, yeah, Lucas, I'm so excited to get into your story here and learn more about you and see what you're, what makes that success mind of yours uh, tick, right? And so with that being said, would you mind just telling us a little bit about your yourself, your background, and, um, you know, please share something with us that uh, we, most people wouldn't know. Okay. Well, uh, I'm Lucas Kelly. And, uh, like I said, uh, thanks Doug for having me on here. I'm kind of nervous. I'm not, I'm not great at, uh, communicate doing podcasts. It's only my second one. Um, I'm a, uh, electrical uh, contractor on electrical contractor business. Um, uh, and I own some real estate. Uh, something kind of cool is I, I quit my, my, uh, W2 when I was 26 and, and actually, uh, started, started uh, a lot of people call it uh you know side hustle we we call it side work and i i started that when uh i was i think i was 26 years old and uh, we we started the business just me and another another my partner and just man two uh two guys two trucks working over houses so that that was kind of cool uh didn't know anything didn't know what i was doing and really what i did is i got myself into another job you know i went for working a bunch of hours for somebody else to uh working a bunch of hours for, uh, for, uh, myself. So, uh, it was, it was a great experience and I'm still doing it. I've been blessed. So we've grown it, you know, but I learned, I learned the hard way, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of good lessons and learned the hard way how to build a business and did a lot of things wrong. I bet you don't kick yourself for starting that, you know, side work though. Right. I don't, I don't. <laughs> it was a, it was a great experience. You know, we, uh, we were trying to move up at the company we were in and there wasn't really any way to move up. And we started, we both had, uh, uh, young, uh, we were young. We had, uh, a wife and young kids and a lot of bills and we were workhorses. We just loved to work. And so, uh, we, we both just started doing work, you know, and that kind of led to the business. Um, and I mean, it was a great thing because it, it's great working for yourself, even though we were working a bunch of hours, we weren't making much money. Uh, it was just a sense of freedom. We're doing this for myself. You know, today it's, it's, uh, it's uh it's us if we mess up we're the ones that we have to uh deal with you know it's not it's not uh you know a boss getting on you anymore uh you know your freedom's up to you even if you don't have much freedom you know your freedom's still up to you and that's just a it's a it's a good place to be at yeah no i love that and um that's great and so let me ask you this you know do you mind sharing with us where and how you found success as you define it well, I've, um, you know, that's changed over my years. Um, I'm, I'm a little smarter now. I've, uh, learned a lot of hard lessons. Uh, early on, I was all about like proving myself. Like I couldn't move up my company and my partner couldn't either. So we wanted to prove to them that, you know, we, they should have moved us up that, um, 
that we, uh, you know, we can do this and they messed up, you know, and then we want to prove to other people that we were better than just, just, you know, what, what they thought we were. And, uh, so it was a lot of pride. It was a lot of, um, you know, money. We wanted to make money. Um, you know, and, and as I've got older and, uh, been more successful, I realized that that's, that's not a, that's not a good way to be. I mean, you know, there's, you know, the, the, the biggest things in the world is, uh, the things that's important in the world is your family, you know, and, uh, and your friends and your, you know, experiences, helping other people. That's, that's what's important. So that, that's successful to me now, you know, what, uh, you know, you know, yes, I could, I've, 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 I've made, I've done good in my business and I bought some real estate and done good in that. But I mean, that's, that's nothing without friends and family, you know, and, and, and I, I wish I could take some of them hours back and spend more quality time with my family at times, you know, instead of putting hours in the business. I agree with you, you know, a million percent on that. I had sort of an epiphany a few years ago. I guess this is one that comes up for me every once in a while, which is if I have my family, my wife and my kids and we're healthy, uh, you know, it doesn't get any better than that, right? I can't fail because I'm so blessed there. Uh, you know, it's it's all just like we're swimming in the icing above, you know, the 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 cake, right? So, um, I really love that definition of success. And um, you know, you touched on real estate a couple of times. Would you mind sharing me, you know, or with with us and with our audience, where? how that looked like for you when you got started in investing in real estate and where your portfolio has went from start to now. And then also the different sort of, uh, you know, strategies you're implementing or asset classes that you invest in. Well, the main, the first reason we got in real estate is, uh, our, our accountant came to us and said, Hey, y'all are renting. Uh, we need to, uh, y'all probably need to buy a building or build a building or something. So we bought a building in 2013 or excuse me, we built a building in 2013 and, uh, me and my business partner, uh, uh, owned it through another LLC, through our personal LLC, and then rented it from our company, HK Electric. So that was kind of cool. I didn't know you could do that. You know, I'm still learning about all this stuff. And, um, uh, you know, soon after that, uh, my, my business partner came to me and he's like, hey, man, um, you know, I got a, I got a, I go to this beach every year down in, down in Gulf Shores and same beach house and a lady wants to sell it to us. You think we can, uh, I think we can make the numbers work. And at first I was like, man, there ain't no way I can't. You know, we, we can't do that. We're not going to own a beach house. And he's like, let's look at the numbers, you know. So we looked at the numbers. They look pretty good. And I, I said, I think, okay, well, I think we can do that. And we made an offer. And we ended up not getting that one because the family got involved. But we ended up getting another one. And uh, so here we go. We got we own a commercial building. We own a we own a beach house. You know, it's a rental property. You know, we're, not, we're only going there like once, once a year. But uh, but either way, you know. So, uh, so you know, a uh, couple, couple yeah, next year, my wife starts a business. She uh, sells dance wear. And she's um, she's needing a place. She's renting from a place, started renting, and they're like, "Hey, let's buy a building for her." I said, "Hey, let's do it." So we bought her a commercial building. It had a it was a uh, it had two lease two uh, two spots to it. So we leased both sides, one to her business and then one to another business. So now we got three buildings, you know. And and uh, anyway, long story short, uh, then we started kind of me and her started buying some uh, rental properties. Uh, we got into the big. I wrote all this down so I keep up with it like in. 18 we bought one but in 21 we bought 18 <laughs> so uh me and her really got we were listening to bigger pockets uh, you know we had put some money in stocks over the years that i made with an electrical business and i said let's take this money on stocks and put it in real estate and uh we, you know, we just we kind of went crazy and we'd got some good deals we got some bad deals uh didn't exactly know what we were doing 
uh, I did decent on underwriting, but um, we bought a bunch. And uh, so, you know, since then I bought about five single families, bought some short terms, uh, doing some midterms right now. I really like it. Uh, but you know, I bought it, I hadn't bought it any really cool. Like some people do, I, you know, everything I bought, I put 15, 20% down, just got your conventional 25 year uh, mortgage. It's a commercial mortgage. So it's usually, uh, you know, balloons at five years. Um, and, uh, that's, that's what we've done, but, uh, I'm interested in kind of doing different ways now, you know, I know there's a better ways to do that better underwriting, but, um, but we've, uh, between me and my business partner, We've accumulated twenty eight properties, so we're doing doing pretty good. Yeah, you did you did amazingly Excited. amazingly well. And, you <laughs> Thank know, you. Yeah, I, I I've noticed a little bit of a theme. So you know, with your electrical business, um, you sort of learn by 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 doing making mistakes, and you learn from it, and you have some successes, and you learn from that. And then now, the same could be said for your real estate investing. I would imagine you know as well. Would you would you agree with that? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, um, so many things we've learned. We've, you know, I, I realize, you know, hey, there's a lot of information out there. There's people out there that are that have already done this. We don't try to reinvent the wheel. You know, listen to a podcast. Uh, you know, now we're, uh, of course, we got a plug. You know, we're an action academy, so there's so many people in there that I can call and ask a question about, and uh, they're there to help. And man, that's that's the way to go. You know, so um, definitely learning a lot more. And I uh, wish I'd have known this years ago. I'm not not, not taking anything because sometimes you got to learn stuff the hard way to, to, to really learn a lesson. But uh, yeah, there's definitely some things I wish I knew knew back then. I do I know now. Yeah, right. Uh, don't we all, right? And uh, I want to take a second and uh, give a shout out to Action Academy because I am also a member, right? That's where we met. And uh, so many great resources, but also access to amazing mentors, right? And other, you know, players in different sort of um, asset classes and strategies. So um, I, that's something that I learned this year where like, hey, the, the old way for me of learning something is Googling it, right? Watching YouTube videos on it and spend hours and hours and hours. The faster, much better, more enjoyable way to learn stuff is phone a friend. Like, hey, I got a question about, you know, uh, midterm rentals. I call Lucas, right? Uh, you know, that sort of thing. It goes so much faster and it is much more enjoyable. So, yeah, again, you know, I highly recommend the Action Academy. I also wanted to take a moment and talk a bit about your um, electrical company. Um, please tell us the name and what market you're in. And um, also, is there if there's like a particular niche, are you mostly focused on commercial or residential or? Uh, the name of our company is HK Electric. Uh, right now, we're probably heavy industrial, but we also do large commercial. We do uh, we do service work, uh, residential service work, but we do commercial industrial service also. The only thing we don't do is new construction residential, uh, but everything else just about we do. Um, we started our company um, just we were kids. We were 26, 20, 25, 26 years old, so we couldn't get a lot of big work. Even though our background was big work, no, nobody was going to give us a chance. So we just were doing what people would give us. We took everything, which was mostly residential service. And along the way, we've got rid of the houses as far as the new construction, but we've able to, we, we're able to get really good in industrial and service work. So we did. We, we you know our specialty is is taking care of plants. Uh, we go in there and do service work. We do a lot of repair work. You know, there's a bunch of uh, plants that that were their maintenance. I mean, they call us anytime they're down. We get we we run out there and get them back going, and uh, that's been a pretty good niche for us because a lot of people won't do that. But it's it's been good. It's been it's been a, it's been a great experience. It's been a it's been a hard experience, and like I said, mostly because uh, 
forever. You know, me and my business partner, it was only us. We did all the work. We did the bookkeeping. We cleaned the, we cleaned the toilets, mowed the yard, and uh, still worked on our tools. And uh, we, you know, now the last four or five years, it's really scaled because I've hired a lot of other people. Learn to delegate, uh, you know, learn that people can do it a lot better than me. And they are doing it better than me. And they're growing our, they're growing my company for me. And that's a great thing because we got, we got a great team. Everybody here is good people. And uh, the man, they're, they're just awesome. Uh, sometimes I just need to get out of the way because they're a bunch of rock stars. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Reminds me of the book, Who Not How, had you had a chance to read that? Right. Um, I've, I've, I've uh, read a little bit of it and I wish I, I wish I'd have read it uh, 15 years ago. <laughs> Right. Well, and, and, and there's another book, uh, you know, for our work week, Tim Ferriss, he touches on, you know, the, the bottleneck of every business is the business owner, right? And um, it typically Definitely. comes Definitely. in the form of business owners and unwilling to let go to delegate, right? And let go of responsibilities, trust other people to make the, their trust employees to make mistakes, right? And, uh, but, but I want to say something. So I've known you for, I guess, four or five months now. I can tell from, you know, our conversations that when you do do a job, you make sure that you do it right. It's done right. And you do an, an excellent job, right? So to say that the, the folks, the rock stars on your team do it even better than you, um, you know, just guarantee that, uh, you know, HK like, like does it right. So I love that. I wish that, uh, I, you know, I could use y'all in uh, West Texas, right? But that's a five, six <laughs> hey, hours away. <laughs> hey, we, we tell everybody, uh, you know, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll go as far as you'll pay us to go. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might as well, right? I love that. That's right. Awesome. So, yeah. Okay, great. Let, let me kind of shift gears here a little bit and ask you, you know, if you wouldn't mind sharing with us, uh, you know, one of your more, you know, difficult challenges that you've walked through in life and uh, maybe a, a lesson that you learned from that. I think just you're starting a business. I mean, uh, kind of like we touched on earlier, it just, we, we did our thing wrong. We worked so hard and we were so, you know, focused on, um, you know, just working. I mean, everything could be so, we, and in my mind, everything could be solved by getting up early and working more hours. And I mean, I did, I still, I still still spend time with my family. I mean, I made it, I never missed a soccer game. I coached both my kids and never missed a school function and was there for my wife. But I mean, that means I might, I might stay up all night, you know, and not sleep. And cause I, I went to something. So now I gotta, I gotta go get a bit out that night, you know, or get up at three in the morning instead of, you know, six or seven. Um, so it, it was a struggle. Uh, we, you know, we, we, we had a bunch of, uh, we lost customers that were, I thought would be our, you know, our, our ticket. We lost employees that thought our ticket and we had a lot of setbacks and, you know, that was a struggle. And, um, I, I needed to go through that cause that makes you stronger. But, you know, it's, it's hard getting in a mindset. You know, we had a mindset where, like, it didn't matter what happened. We were going to make this thing work, and we just willed it. But it, it was a struggle. But, um, you know, I, I, over the years, I've learned that, uh, you know, that uh, that that's part of life. You know, if I would have uh, worried it worked, I mean, yeah, I'm sure this is a, a quote from a book. I, I know what it is. It, you know, worked uh, on my business, said in my business. I think I think we would be a lot better. I'd, I'd have had a lot easier uh, go of it. You know, you know, it was such a big deal to hire our first uh, office person. It was such a big deal to hire our first estimator. You know, and those are all things that I knew I needed because I was trying to do it all, and I would I wouldn't do it just because I couldn't I couldn't um, let go of the strings. You know, I thought I could. I was the only one that could do it. And uh, so now I know that you know that that's not the way. You know, you can you can only do so much, but you know a team can do so much more and do it better too.
Yeah, I love that. And um, yeah, that's that's great. You and I are similar in the sense where we look back on our past and wish we wish we can do things differently. Um, now, so what's great is you and I both have kids, right? And so that's part of the reason for me doing this podcast is I hope my kids can go through this stuff. And, you know, maybe your kids will, will go, you know, listen to this podcast and they can learn from what you've learned and then implement it and then launch much sooner and have much more success earlier on. Right. So um, there's a lot of ways that we can make those sacrifices really, really serve us. And I think part of that kind of starts with, um, you know, do, do you know Rob Torcell? I've heard of him. Yeah, so he's he's been coaching me, and we're talking about like the stories that we tell ourselves. So that story where I will sometimes beat myself up over doing things wrong in the past or making mistakes or whatever, I can just switch that story and then create it so then it can serve me, but also serve others. Right? Then it's much more uh, easier to kind of let that go in, in empowering. But uh, yeah, I hear you, man. I, th I think that's uh, ultimately. It takes a lot of courage to launch a business and then a lot of willpower and a lot of hard work, um, you know, and, uh, and you've, you've made it work. You've got it to a very uh, successful point. And so, you know, the truth is where you're at right now, you know, um, it's just kudos to you, hats off to you. And, uh, you know, you deserve a lot of credit, man. And, and, and I know you, I know you're, you know, you gave yourself a lot of credit, but I think it's always good to hear that, you know, uh, uh, you know, when, when we can, right. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I try, I try to give all the credit to, uh, to the Lord and, yes. uh, and, uh, the, the people, the people around me, cause they're the ones that got me here. There's one that stood by me, my wife, you know, I mean, she, uh, you know, I, I tell her a lot of times, you know, if, if I didn't have to worry about going home, I could, I could work 18 hours a day and, leave in the middle of the night go on a service call because i mean she was taking care of the kids she was taking care of the house i had to worry about it and i've had a great business partner too he's uh and he's been we just we work good together been great friends and so i mean there's a lot of good things that's uh that's happened that got us here yeah i love that there's Definitely. a there's an old saying no man is an island right and uh same for sure. me you know my life literally was a, a mess before you know i really sort of um, began to build and strengthen my relationship with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, right? And so uh, we're coming up on celebrating his birthday. So that's awesome. And, and um, you know, another thing that has been key for me, so that's been life-changing. You know, my relationship with Jesus has been so incredibly life-changing and such a huge blessing for me. I don't care who doesn't like me for it. I'm going to shout it from the rooftops, right? The other massive blessing that I've received in this life is my wife. So I think I had a conversation with a, you know, a friend of mine who I interviewed on the podcast um, yesterday, uh, Tyler, and we talked about one of the best ways young men and young women can set themselves up for success is by picking a great partner, right? So it's sort of by using our eyes, but also what's on paper. We got to be attracted to them, but they've got to be, you know, solid folks, right? And if we will pick a great partner, um, it can really, really make us, you know, in a huge way or break us in a huge way. Would you uh, agree with that? Totally agree with that. Like, like, like I said, I mean, you know, I could, I could go without sleep. And I mean, when I came home, there's food. I'm not worried where she's been. She's not worried where I've been, you know. And uh, we used to joke like, I, I, if I wanted a girlfriend, I could, because I mean, I could, just, I could have, uh, I could have, I, I left in the middle of the night, came home the next day. She asked no questions, just text me, I love you. And, Thanks for what you do. And I text her back, you know, appreciate you too. You know, she'd tell me, Hey, kids got, uh, need your help at eight o'clock this morning. Need your help at three. And I'd be there, you know, and we just were a good team. And that, that makes a huge difference. If I had to worry about all that stuff, 
I mean, there's no way. I mean, there's no way I could have uh, concentrated on my business and, uh, you know, worked the hours I did. Yeah, no, that's huge. Definitely. Let me kind of ask you this fun question here. If you were to take everything that you know now and bring it all the way back with you in time, shoot back to age 18, is there anything that you would do differently uh, to fast track your success or just to, yeah, to, to fast track your success? <laughs> well, um, I think I would still go on a trade because uh, I think I've, I've done great at trade. I think uh, a trade business like I've been went in is 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 a very good thing. Um, you know, I didn't have to, I didn't have to pay for college. Um, I learned, I learned a trade that can never be taken away from me. I was able to build a business for it. Um, I would have, you know, of course, I guess the question was if I knew what I do now, you know, um, you know, I would have started hiring people right off the bat, uh, before I rethought your question, I was going to say, well, I'd have started listening to a lot of podcasts and listen to business stuff like that, you know, but now I, I know most of that stuff. I, I still got a lot to learn, but, um, uh, back to 18, I mean, I'd have started hiring people right off the bat. I would have, uh, I would have, uh, talked to family and friends and got investors, uh, cause they helped me, uh, helped me along with finance and, and, and got a team built up faster. I mean, I'd have hired estimators and project managers right off the bat and, uh, and, and, and maybe a CEO, CFO instead of trying to, you know, build it from just me doing the work and building customers that way. And uh, I think uh, there's no telling where we'd be, which I'm very happy where I'm at. But I'm saying, uh, you know, there's no telling where we'd be if, if I knew, knew what I do now. Mm. Yeah, man, I love that. It's it's huge. Build build the dream team. Yeah, and I'd have took a lot more days off. I would have went on a lot more uh, uh, cool experience with my family and kids and uh, let them run it. Yeah, yeah uh, build those memories, right? That's uh, um, that's that's huge. Um let me, let me ask you this here. So, you know, do you, what are your thoughts on going from like a scarcity mindset or non-success mindset to an abundance mindset or, or a, uh, you know, success mindset? It's tough. It's, uh, and, and, you know, over the years I've been so like every day I feel we, we something will happen that'll make it where, you know, I'm not sure if we're going to make it like uh, we'll lose a, we'll lose a big job or not make money on a job or lose a key employee and that just setbacks so i always had that like you said i'm you know scared and now I'm, I'm actually starting to think like hey we got we got a bunch of good great customers we got a great employees we got a great team i got real estate i got i got several um you know cash flow coming in from several different places and i mean i'm, I'm set so it's almost like you know where is those goals you know what do i do next i've hit every goal i've, I've ever wanted and it's like, what, what do I, I need something to push me. Um, so I've kind of switched it to like, and I've always been about this, but like, how can I help people? You know, how can I help my team? How can I help my employees? How can I help um, uh, people in this, in this group? You know, how, if somebody's got questions on a business, how to start a business, how to run a business, uh, how to build, buy some real estate. Um, how can I help somebody? I can, if somebody, if somebody needs a handout, if, you know, just whatever, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm trying to find things to, uh, to volunteer, help people. I love talking about business, real estate. So, you know, I've had to, I've had to kind of switch over to like, you know, uh, instead of just grinding every day, you know, turning that into other things. Yeah. I love that. And it sounds like the other things that you're turning it over to are very enriching for you, right? You're, you're helping other people, but it's enriching your soul at the same time. Right. Yeah. Trying to <laughs> love that. So yeah. it, this question is kind of a follow up on the, the last question. You know, it, 
And that is if there was a key that, that, you know, unlocked success in your life, um, you know, if you could boil it down to one thing, what would you say that is? Well, I think, I think hard work. I mean, there's definitely a better way to work, a smarter way to work than I did, but I still think you have to have hard work. I mean, um, even if you, if you get to a situation like, you know, Tim Ferriss four hour work week, he still worked hard, you know, he still put in some hours, even though he figured out how to get other people to do everything for him. And I've, I've got a great team now. I've got project managers and office, office uh, manager and, and property manager for my properties. You know, I still have to take the action and put in the work to get there and to do it. Now, do I have to work 16, 18 hour days no more? No, I don't. But, uh, but, uh, but I, I think you needed to do a little bit of that at first and know, and um, I should have got out of it a lot sooner, but uh, but I think hard work is, is is what everybody needs. I mean, you know, people look at the the big dogs, the Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and stuff like that, and then yeah, some of them are known for work, some of them aren't. But whatever they're doing now, at one time in their life, they they put in some hours, they worked hard, you know. And I think so. I think everything starts with some hard work. Just the smarter people uh, that that aren't me figured out a lot quicker how to delegate and get out of that, you know. And that's what I tell my kids, you know, like, hey, I'm not saying you don't need to work hard. You have to work hard, you know, get in a business, um, get in a, um, you know, get into something and learn some skills, work hard, uh, have some have some major fails that you learn from and and but have the mindset of, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing this to get me somewhere and I don't have to work uh, every hour. I don't have to work about an hour for the rest of my life or for somebody for the rest of my life. My dad uh, was great, taught me a hard, uh, my work ethic, and he he did really good. But he had to he he had to work till he's you know sixty to retire, and uh, and that's how my mindset was. And it took me a long time to get out of that. So that's what I'm telling my kids. I'm not saying you don't you don't have to work. You do have to work, but don't you don't want to have to work till you're sixty. You want to have that choice. You want to uh, you know you want to learn some skills, work hard learn some skills, invest right, and then you have choices the rest of your life to do whatever you want to do. If you want to work hard, you can. If you don't, you want to work hard, you can. Yeah, I mean, essentially, like, working harder and working smarter. Um, you said something earlier, uh, you know, at first when you started out, you wanted to prove yourself. And, you know, I can't speak for women because I'm not a woman, but that seems like a very um, strong with young men. We want to work hard. It doesn't matter. We're not even thinking. We just go dig ditches, and we just want to make sure we're working harder than our buddy over here who's working so that we can prove we can work harder. than. And it's like you can get into a rut with that where you're. this is where all your pride and identity is, and you can sleep really well and feel great about yourself, and then, and, and, but then be working, you know, for – much longer for somebody else than we need to maybe not make as much money as we would like to. So, you know, what we should be doing is at, at an early age is, you know, th this is my philosophy is trying to figure out how to create the most amount of money with the least amount of effort. And that's a huge challenge and you can go a million ways with it. Right. But, uh, um, but I would agree, you know, wholeheartedly, you know, hard work is, uh, you know, incredibly important. And um, if you're starting a business, I, I also believe that you want to learn all of the aspects of the business before you delegate anything. Um, otherwise, you can have like a potential, like building a house of cards, right? Yeah, you got to know what you're doing to teach it. I, I do agree with that. And, you know, sometimes uh, you got you got to you got to see those failures, you know, uh, 
We, uh, I, I seen it last night. We had a Christmas party last night, and uh, one of my friends just uh, did an event center. He bought an event center. He remodeled it. We did electric work on it, so we, we rented our Christmas party for him at their place last night, and we were actually the first paid uh, event they had, which was kind of cool, and they were all there just making sure it was all right, and I said, are you going to always be here? Are you going to hire some people? He said, oh, no, we're going to hire some people. He said, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, that uh, I want to see the problems, you know, and I was like, man, that's awesome that you're thinking like that. Yeah, you you know, um, we just uh, closed on this motel like three, four, three weeks ago, and I think they're seeing it from the operator side. We can identify the problems with when we're hands on, and then um, on the customer side, um, that's that's huge also. So I think, uh, you know, for for us, um, I think one thing that will help us there is just asking for, hey, feedback. What what did you notice? What could we do better? You know what I mean? And um, so I'd imagine your friend's event center is like beautiful and brand new and all that, but uh, you still can there. You never know. Some feedback is like, Hey, way out in left field. And then some is like, Oh, I never even thought of that. And uh, you know, free ideas, right? <laughs> it's like might as yep, well. Yep. Yeah, we found out last night there was issues with the trash and uh, just several different things. You know, where uh, the caterers had needed a different spot to set up. So there was a lot of several things they found out last night they need a change. So it's a good, good dry run. Yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. great. Um, <laughs> Congratulations on that on that hotel. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's cool. It, it's been a lot of awesome. fun, and uh, you know, we're just uh, working on optimizing it and optimizing the, the automation of it and all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, it's, you know, uh, you can't really see, you know, you know, a brand new automobile. You can't see the issues with it until you fire it up, right? So, got to got to run some some business through that engine. That's right. Um, let me ask you this: as we are getting close to wrapping this up, um, do you have a book or two that had a huge impact on your life? Any any book recommendations? Could be three or four. Well, I mean. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go back with uh you know i mean what everybody what everybody says you know uh rich dad for dad i mean that was uh that was a big turning point i know everybody says that but that's, that's a good book man it just it says a lot of good things um and then also dave ramsey i mean everybody hates on dave ramsey but you know so many people need dave ramsey i needed dave ramsey especially in my early days of building a business i mean he he, he uh teaches so many fundamental i mean you know, stay out of debt, pay your bills, you know, live within your means. We ran our business like that. And yeah, we probably could have got a little more debt. And when we started getting some line of credits and, uh, you know, setting up that kind of stuff, we, we did start scaling more. But I mean, he just got the major fundamentals down. And so many people need that early on. And, and everything he says is foolproof versus some of the stuff we do. You know, you buy a house. Yes, yes, a house is going um, to be more, uh, uh, you know, better, a better, uh, profit than you know some stocks but you know a good mutual fund but that house air conditioning go out i mean there's a lot of for a new investor there's so many things that can make you fail and bankrupt you or hurt you you know so you know the what he preaches is is sound especially for a newbie so uh, it was a great thing in my life and uh, so so i, I definitely got to get dave ramsey but then you know i took what he says and then and then uh and then took what rich dad poor dad said and kind of mix them together. And I think you've got a pretty good system. Yeah. You know, uh, I love that so much. I read rich dad, poor dad many years before I started getting a Dave Ramsey 
and and then now I'm a mixture of both. I feel like you know how there's the old sort of metaphor of an angel on one side and a devil on the other side. You know, you, you could also have Dave Ramsey on one side and Robert Kiyosaki, and then they kind of like, <laughs> hey, no, no personal debt, no personal debt, yeah. and Robert Kiyosaki says, yeah, well, like, yeah, no, I agree with that. You know what I mean? But <laughs> like, so it, you, you know, uh, but a good combination of of both. But you know, when you're yeah. going on to uh, you know, take on risk, like an, an asset, like, a, you know, the way that, uh, you know, Robert Kiyosaki would define it would be like, an, you know, a single family residence, for example, that somebody else is paying for, you could have debt on it, but somebody else is paying for it. That's great. But you but we need to learn how to underwrite these properties, how to analyze them so that we can, you know, avoid as much risk as, as possible, right? Exactly. And uh, from a business standpoint, like over the years, I love talking to business and I, you know, contractors, contracting is one of the hardest things. Um, and, it, and the reason is, is because you pick any trade, you know, sheetrock, a mechanic or whatever, and the best mechanic and the best sheetrocker and the best electrician can not be the best business owner. Because like me, we know no business skills. And what you get is, let's say I'm a contractor and I just, I'm a great contractor, but I come to do a job for you. And you know, you're going to pay me a check, 10 grand or whatever. If that job's a 10 grand job, that might be the biggest check I've ever seen. I've been there. And like 5% of that is actually mine. The rest is owed to uh, taxes, employees, material, all that. And so many contractors, because they don't have the day Ramsey, the financial literacy, they just get that big check. And, oh, my gosh, you know, I, got, I, got, I got 10 grand. I've never seen 10 grand before. And, you know, all of a sudden, you know, things start coming at them and, and they're like, I can buy this. I can buy these more new tools, right? I'm going to go, I'm going to go on a vacation, but I got this other job coming up. Well, that other job doesn't pay. And before you know it, uh, you know, I mean, you don't, you don't get that next job and you're, you're in the hole. And that's why so many contractors go out of business. And that was something that, you know, I like to talk to people about. And I've seen so many contractors just, you know, talk to me, but how do you, how do you manage cash flow? And they're doing things like they're getting paid. They're, they're taking, if, if they make 40% on the job, they're taking the whole 40%. I'm like, dude, you, you got to set a salary. You know, you, you see a year of cash flow and, a, and you, and you've got some money at the end of the year, you're paying all your bills. That's when you take a bonus, but you got to leave so much. You know, we always, me and Josh always left, you know, we would take like 10% and we'd leave like the rest in the company for, for, for bad days for, uh, investing, buying tools, I mean, you name it, you know, and, and also another thing is uh, that's bad with contracting is most time the jobs we're doing, they're 60, 90 days out. So we're doing a job, you know, $100,000, a half a million dollar job, we might not get paid for a year and a half. We, you know, so we get, we got to take care of all that. And that, that kills contractors. So, you know, our county told us years ago, you know, cash is king. It is. So, you know, I, I like talking about that to people and, uh, you know, explain to people, you know, there's little things you can do right off the bat just by putting yourself on a salary, you know, make sure you're investing back in your company, you know, saving for a rainy day. And once you're seeing a year of, uh, you know, good, good jobs, good cash flow, good profits, that's when you start not taking some money. But you don't take it all. You know, you just take you take just you take a little bit and you, you keep enough in there for investing in your company. That's what's made us. good. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. Um you know, you, you take too much and, and yeah, it could just be the end of it. Right. So, um, better to be way, way siding on the, you know, Aaron on the, on the side of, you know, caution, um, than the other side. Right. So, um, wow. Um, let me ask you this, is there, you know, just maybe two more questions here and then we'll wrap it up. So 
with that being said, is there a particular type of deal, uh, you know, re residential on the beach or, you know, quadplexes in a, in a particular market, anything like that, that our audience can sort of, uh, you know, send your way if, if they were, you know, so inclined? Man, I'm looking for some cash flow right now. I, uh, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm kind of all over the place. I own single family, I own uh, short term, midterm, commercial, and my business, of course. And um, so I'm kind of looking for some stuff uh, that's out of out of what I do and uh, can bring me some bigger returns. Um, uh, you know, I don't know if it's multifamily. I don't know if that's uh, uh, storage. Uh, I don't know. I'm just so so. You know, cash flow, some bigger stuff than I know how to get into. I'd, I'd definitely be interested in talking to you. That's great. Awesome. In in last question, uh, you know, how can our audience uh, connect with you? Well, uh, I got, I'm not good at social media, so uh, probably just my email. You can email me. Uh, it's uh, kelectric8980 at gmail.com. And uh, like, like I said earlier, man, I'm, I'm, I want to help. I still got a lot to learn. And uh, but but I have I've bought some real estate. I've, uh, I've started my electrical business, ran it. And I, I, so I got a lot to I got a lot to help people with. Dude. I love I love talking to people about business, about real estate. It definitely excites me. So if I can help anybody in any way, look at a deal, um, you know, we, we, as far as my business, I mean, I can be an open book. You, you ask questions, uh, human resources, bookkeeping, uh, project management, you know, electrical questions. I mean, I'll, I'll help you where I can. I love that so much, Lucas. And yeah, you, you may have a lot to learn, but we have so much to learn from you, right? So I really appreciate you throwing <laughs> that out there. Uh, and that is yeah. the truth, man. And I do really appreciate your time. And uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, just chatting with you more down the road. Um, and, uh, you know, so thanks again for, for joining us on, on another episode of The Gentle Art of Crushing It. With that being said, we'll go ahead and sign off. So thank you all for listening and watching. Hope you have a magnificent rest of your day. Are you ready to take your podcast to the next level? Introducing Chris Clark Media, your go-to solution for professional podcast editing and production services. At Chris Clark Media, we understand the power of a well-produced podcast. Whether you're a seasoned podcaster or just starting out, our team of experienced editors is here to make your content shine. Why choose Chris Clark Media? We offer a range of services tailored to meet your unique needs. From seamless audio and video editing to captivating intro music and engaging sound effects, we've got you covered. Our skilled editors work diligently to enhance your podcast quality, ensuring crystal clear audio and a professional finish. No more worrying about background noise or inconsistent levels. We've got it handled. But that's not all. We also offer custom podcast branding services, creating eye-catching cover art and compelling promotional materials to help you stand out in the crowded podcasting space. Are you ready to elevate your podcasting game? Visit chrisclarkmedia.com today and explore our affordable packages. Let us handle the technicalities so you can focus on what you do best, creating amazing content. Chris Clark Media, your success, our expertise. Start your podcasting journey with us today. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of The Gentle Art of Crushing It. It was an amazing episode. We know we sure learned a lot, and we hope you did as well. We want to take a second and thank you so much for viewing or listening to this episode. And please just know that we only ask for one favor, and that is to make this life magnificent. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.